Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 5th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, we're we're living in a dynasty era. You know, the great great nice. three-peats of all time. The four aces join the, the Bulls of the 90s, the <laughs> Lakers of the 2000s, the Yankees, you know. There just aren't many teams that can put together such a such a dominant run. It is, uh, I mean, it is very obvious given how the, the the draft was quickly cast aside and these guys just buddied up. I mean, you have the most talent in a small field, limited field, uh, and they've taken off here with it. I mean, you get, get Patrick Reed hot for a week, DJ hot for a week. You got Pat Perez actually made, was a factor on uh, this Sunday in, in Boston. Uh, but yes, they they are on their way to, uh, or they are a dynasty, I suppose. In the, in the Pat, Pat Perez, era. just a great, great bench guy, you know, all time, all time team player. Not not afraid to get in there and do the dirty work. He, uh, I mean, I, I guess he has his own appeal to a certain segment out there. But I just like the more he's out front in this thing, I just don't think is winning the broader broader segment of fans over. <laughs> I mean, these quotes are being shared on social media with the graphics. 4.75 million ain't an exhibition. I was like, well, like, as we've talked about here, many times money doesn't, money doesn't like imbue stakes. It never has. Um, it can certainly up the, up the pressure for some. DJ seems to love playing for money. That seems to, he talked about it after, seems to make him anxious. Well, the Ryder Cup, pays like $0 and is the most pressure in the game. It's not a given, and I'm not saying it doesn't, but it's not a given that money automatically makes something an exhibition or not. I'm not arguing this is... I think Westy, Westy would uh, would argue with you, you know, coming down the stretch, trying to I'm get... I'm not saying it's an exhibition. It, I'm just saying the money <laughs> doesn't make it per se, like de facto an exhibition. I don't know we saw I vintage Latin. Westy out there. That's the surest sign that this is real competition is Westy shitting himself on the last hole when he had a chance to win. He needed a birdie to win and shoot 60. Not only right did he not birdie. the middle of the fairway with a sand wedge. Not only Lake did he not birdie, he did not par. He bogeyed and he misses, uh, misses the playoff by a shot. <laughs> he, he, all he did, what was he? He flirted with a sub 60 number. He needed birdies on the last two holes to break 60. Instead, he made two bogeys and a birdie for 62. Left no, shot he bogeyed. He bogeyed one and three. That's what it was. Yeah, shotgun. in his last three. And he yeah. birdied yeah. two. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it's from um, the middle what do you of the fairway. What did you, th- did you like his? Uh, did you like Westy's look? You know, I want. I've intended before you started talking about dynasty. I wanted to say this will be. This episode will be free of shorts discourse. I've I, every year. I think we've maxed out on the shorts discourse, and only to be proven wrong that the catnip is never ending when it comes to shorts. I'll I don't this. care. It does not matter. Some people have I, strong feelings about it. I don't. I don't care at all. But this was just a a a publicity ploy by Norman. Yeah. yeah. 
just uh oh we're edgy they, they try and do innovative. all these things to make them edgy and innovative when when they aren't you know like Short i don't know sleep. i will We've say this road something i thought about a ton this weekend um with this and Obviously, I think it was a big win for Liv this week because they had a, a very compelling tournament uh, with with you know Dustin Johnson winning in a playoff and you know Cameron Smith coming down the stretch chasing you know Neiman Neiman in it like you know the all of a sudden you start to look at the field and it's pretty damn good you know and it's hard like every week you're going to seemingly have a relative big name in the mix, which uh, you can't say for the tour. Um, but I think one of the things that I've thought a ton about is 54 holes is actually very smart from a entertainment perspective. It gives players less time to separate. And what it's going to do is it's going to lead to a lot of bunched finishes like we had this week where a lot of stuff is going on because there's just not frankly as much time for the best players in the field to, to distance themselves. What that's going to do is there's going to be tons of weeks where there's six players with a, a really good chance to win with three holes to go. And, I and I think like when you think about golf from an entertainment perspective, that makes sense, right? Marathons are not exciting really because over 26 miles you know a close a close th- a race is a minute right there's a, there's a, but if you condense the period of time the the amount of time that you have to distance yourself then you're going to have more bunch finishes and i think i you know 50 it, it'll be interesting if they have to change 54 holes to get owgr points like this is kind of where everything's going, but 54 holes from a competitive, uh, from a entertainment perspective, very smart. I would, uh, I would add in conjunction with that. If we're talking about entertainment appeal, the shotgun start makes the avalanche of sort of movement. It's an avalanche. I was, I watched it yesterday a little bit. I was in and out. It's Sunday, Labor Day weekend. Let's also preface with this with like, I would imagine almost nobody watched this. It was very on streaming because it's Sunday in the United States, Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And I don't mean by nobody, I don't mean zero, but relative to a Sunday on the PGA Tour. And they're going to have that problem continuing. I know they're going to own the fall. This was an interesting competition. They got exactly what they would hope for. But they're about to be on YouTube on Saturdays and Sundays against American football. And I just think it's going to be hard to penetrate. Now, maybe they get a TV thing sorted out. I don't know. But I would say watching it yesterday, then I watched this morning, Monday, as we're talking, they're like 30 minute highlight package of the final round. In conjunction with the bunchedness of 54 holes, the shotgun start like, like those wild swings are like constant. Oh, I forgot the iron heads. <laughs> we're five shots up. I think they got to blow it up. I think they have to blow up the iron heads. You know, you can't trot that team out there that had this epic choke. Again. But on the team side, the crushers were suddenly involved a little bit. The iron heads were five <laughs> clear. The four aces then win. You've got DJ Westy Smith, Honorbon Neiman. 
there's just like a lot of people factoring at different points. Whereas without a shotgun start, like what is the value of like a big name, say like Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy having like a 10 a.m. Sunday tea time and shooting like 62 to like, I don't know, have a lead for a minute. Well, that's the thing too with Westy, right? If Westy's going out way early, he might post 60 and backdoor a win. Like that's the Paul Casey way of winning is go out (laughs) hours before the leader, shoot a low score that you think is insignificant and win. And Westy just gagged it because he knew exactly what it was, what he had. Also, so often those early 60s are never don't end up being germane to like the finish at 6 p.m., mm-hmm. right? They're, they they don't backdoor and you don't watch them because they're not in the compact four hour broadcast where you're tuned in. So here you actually get to see that whatever it is, big name, make a run for a second because you're not tuning in at 9 a.m. for a PGA Tour early tee times. Can I that say one sense? other thing about the the team format? What? Um. C1 Kim. It's 87, 87, 64. 64. What what is interesting and and they said it till they're blue in their face the blue in the face 63, 87, 63, 63. 76. Yeah. But like the idea of like even Patrick Reed was it was nowhere near contention, right? But then he shot I think he shot 4 under on Sunday and helped his team win. But Kim for example, the reason the Ironheads, I hate that we're actually covering this, by the way. Yeah, you know, we are talking about this a little, little, very seriously for a second. But go ahead. Um, the fact that he shoots 87 and then six shoots 63, like he's completely out of the tournament, but he has something to play for. And I think that is like the thing about this format that does work is that Every round, what they've done from an entertainment perspective is everything has a shred of context. You know, now like James Pyatt playing on the shitty Niblicks. Pyatt and Pettit. Him and Pyatt and Pettit stinking the place Terrible. up. Just just playing out Swafford their one-year contracts. Yeah. <laughs> knowing they're going to get just thrown in. Not knowing if they even have a place to play next year. But... Those guys, like you know, obviously that their their team was out of it. They were out of it. Like there's a but, but the fact that a guy that shot 87 could then go shoot 63 and have a huge impact on the team championship or not champ team. I don't know what you want to call it. The team money Finish grab total. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. is it's important? Like it makes the product. Like it makes you have something to talk about with them in last place. So I think we're coming to a point, and this is where I'm at with this like paradox or tension. You use the word context. Um, where I'm at is I, I'm wrestling back and forth with like either this thing has peaked from a curiosity standpoint, right? Like it was, it was interesting. It was amusing to laugh at these team names and this, this sort of different little thing going on circus at the start. And now it's like, all right, cool. We've seen it once, twice. This is, the numbers are just going to fade because we it's not on TV and, and people don't care about it. And the curiosity factor is gone. There's a tension between that. But also, I, I think the other half of that is we're now building familiarity and context with the with the product. There is something 
to be, there is something to, with, with there's history, there's, I'll be very short, there's like some context to this competition as opposed to it just being this freak show at the beginning. Like, so I keep going back and forth with that. Like nobody gives a shit anymore because the newness of it is gone versus like having, starting to have a, a roster of champions, starting to have standings that might actually mean something for a second. You have like your first American winner in DJ. You have more talent clearly, obviously coming aboard this particular round with the signings. I think, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't know which way it's going to fall, but I, I think that we're co- currently wrestling with that. And that's a very sort of subjective appraisal. Um, I, I just, I, I feel like there's more and more context to this now that I've seen it three, four times, and we're going to see it a lot this fall with, while the PGA Tour is, is sort of on the sidelines. Yeah, I, it's a, it's a tricky, you know, like you, you find yourself, I, like I, I watched some of it, East Coast golf is like right during my daughter's nap time. So I can just like watch golf, right? And I was, I had two screens going with Liv and the Corn Ferry finals. And, um, you know, like I have to say, I was, I was like interested in, in what was going on from a golf perspective. And, and that's like the, the thing about it. Like they've put together something that is, that is a pretty good product. Now, like I think there are things like that are definitely holding them back. Like they have to have a TV deal and you know, there are rumors of, of potential deals out there. Um, and with a TV deal, I think they have like a lot of ammunition. That being said, like their broadcast team is so freaking bad. There was a quote in there that said, this is what Lee, Lee Westwood lives for. And I was like, Oh, is it like, I don't, I don't know. Usually what he dies for, it doesn't rarely goes well. I, I don't think this is what he wants, but yes, it's, it's sort of, it adds how do to, they it draws them commer- back. They overdo it. How do they do commercials? I don't know. Like if they get a TV deal, like, I mean, the great appeal of that was the manic pace, right? The avalanche of different That's- players in contention and all playing at the same time. Where do the commercials go? I guess they find a way. If they were to get a TV deal. And what do they do with don't blink if they have commercials? I don't know. I can never look at that without doing the Kenny Chesney voice, whatever that song is. Don't blink. Like every time, every, I just start, it's just a gimmick for me. Um, that they get rid of don't blink. I, I do like there would be a challenge integrating commercials, but maybe you have to do final hour Rolex free or whatever watch company or some other big brand wants to go in commercial free. Um, the quotes from the players. And here's the other thing. Like, do PGA Tour players bullshit us a lot on, like, the meaning of FedEx Cup points? Yes. Like, do we take everything at like, face value? Yes. Uh, no, we don't. Clearly. Like, there's a lot of, like, sort of faux importance and high overhype on a lot of PGA Tour stuff. Like, all we have to go on right now are the guys who've been in the battle, right? Or a quote, unquote, bat- like, played these actual events. But I think I've, we're all quite skeptical and dubious considering that this still is like a marketing effort to get off the ground, right? So DJ says it was absolutely, if not more, like any competition he's ever been in. With that $4 million winner check, you can feel your butthole puckers up a little bit coming down the last few holes for sure. Cam Smith, the competition here is fantastic. It's loud and it feels like the course has a heartbeat. I love that and can't wait to keep going. Neiman said it was 
I forget his exact quote, but he said it was the best atmosphere he's ever played in. He's just won at Riviera. He played with Tiger at the Masters like this year, for God's sakes. Like, I'm not trying to launder their quotes here. I'm just saying all these guys keep providing this testimony, and it's all very it's it's marketing based. I, I don't know that DJ would, you know, come out go out of his way to sort of shill, but uh, are they I starting to <laughs> what? I mean, I don't think anybody report you you watch that and then you see Lee Westwood coming down the stretch and there's nobody watching him, you know? They got exactly what they wanted with that last finish though, with the crowd on the hill going nuts yeah. as DJ hits a putt that was going 25 feet past Well, you could hear the you could hear all the radio, the security radio in the background. It sounded like they were having some trouble with a few patrons. Oh, really? That's the other thing is like this could get a little, I mean, golf, but louder. It's how far into it are they going to embrace the. Well, that's Yeah. Neiman had to step off his ball because on, on a shot and regulation. I, I don't know that. But yeah, the. I don't know. It's, it's the four and a half million or four million dollars is a shitload to play for, you know? Right. Like we see it. What were you more interested? What were you more? What was better? Scheffler Rory last Sunday or this finish this Sunday? Probably Scheffler. I mean, Scheffler right? Rory. Right. Was better. Yeah, but like, I know this but... is just a regular event, right? That's like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, I don't know. The um, Scheffler Rory was better. And that was like a dream scenario for the for the playoff for the FedEx Cup playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's like yep. a season culmination. Like that's this was the, a dream scenario for Live, in my opinion. This was a dream scenario for Live, but it was just a regular event. It wasn't, and I I think that's one of the things that I I was thinking about this morning is just like this is not the fully fleshed out league. There are more players coming. You know, what what does this look like when you get like next year when Pyatt and Pettit are gone and, you know, assuming they're gone, like, you know, like if they add like. That's the thing about this league is you don't need every star player for it to be a success like they have enough right now. Got a small small 48 guy a couple of them are going to be there on sundays or whatever. the question is like how does how does i think you know the big long-term question is world ranking and major championships and that to me if the, if they get an exemption in via maybe it's like they have a live exemption at each major or something i don't know you know it's hard to ignore all the players is the thing when you know, like, Hey, this guy, like if, if Lahiri had won, right. Yeah. We're talking about the biggest win of his career, right? Like biggest moment of his career. He beat Cam Smith and, and DJ in a tournament. Like, what do you, how do you, that's, and this is the problem. This is the problem with sports washing and, and, you know, for everybody that, says I'm super cynical about the PGA tour. The fact that the tour allowed this to get to here, you know, without this, what they, those actions they made last week should have been made 10 months ago. You mean at the players, they shouldn't have been like, we're moving on. Yeah. Legacy, not leverage. 
And the the issue is is that this is getting to a point where it's impossible. To, like sports, this is the way sports washing works, right? Yeah, I I guess I also, but this is the tension I keep coming back to next year when there's one of these every other week, or whatever. You know, one like is the newness is the curiosity factor going to fade? Is it just going to become a bunch of Here's, Sanderson's and things like that where you just like don't pay well, attention? I mean, the players, the problem is you have 48, if yep. you have 48, not 48, let's just say 20 really good players in a 48 person field, you're going to get those showdowns more, more often. Like that's the, yep. the product is very like well thought, like the entertainment standpoint, what we talked about at the top 54 holes, the shotgun start and the small fields are going to lead to a lot of like showdowns. And that's what, when you talk about the best golf tournaments of all time, like the Mickelson Stenson at Troon, the, you know, Duel in the Sun with, with Jack and Tom Watson. Are you invoking that with the live? No, I'm not evoking that. I'm just pointing out that the best tournaments, the things that we remember the most, just are the FedEx Cup final, Rory Scheffler. The best events are the ones where you have superstars going at each other. Go back to the open with Rory and Cam Smith and then Cam Young getting into the mix. But like really like that back nine duel between Rory and Cam Smith is something that people will remember. Uh, the U.S. Open had a little bit of that, too, with uh, with like Zalatoris, Fitzy and Scheffler all in the mix on that back nine. Right. Like what we remember is when there are. Uh, like the most iconic ones are where you have big names going at each other. Right. Yep. And when you have a very small field and a lot of big names in a small field, you're going to get that outcome frequently. One big name who was not going at each other or anyone, anytime, anytime recently is Phil Mickelson finished T40 yet again, completely irrelevant. But I will say, he does seem to be getting his mojo back a little bit at the microphone. He was he's been a complete zombie, like just hollowed out shell of himself on the course. That remains off the course. He's just sort of like he's been lobotomy had a lobotomy and just goes in like, you know, I know he got in trouble earlier this year with his scary MFers and they killed Khashoggi and all that quote from Alan Shipnuck's book. But like he just been tiptoeing. He's just been a shell of himself. And quite honestly, as a golf fan and, and someone who was into entertainment product of the whole deal, like that's been dispiriting to see. A guy won a major like a year ago. He, you know, throws a completely disingenuous quote out about how the PJ Tour was great. They found a couple hundred million dollars. Like, that, like that's just it's just disingenuous. It's not accurate. Like that they had that the TV deal has just kicked in and they had that money coming. And Phil, you know, Phil. Phil has covered some of his motives with a bunch of other BS about NFTs and extra money. But if he wants to start lobbing grenades again, I'm all for it. If he wants to get his mojo back at some point with the microphone and become a little entertainer and a little shit talker again, I'm into that. Um, Even if I don't agree with any of it, because his golf is continues to be pretty much irrelevant. Matt Wolf was okay for the high flyers. I suppose he had a ace. That was a big, big moment early on. Uh, How about Matt Wolf making the Sports Center top ten? And it seems like ESPN is uh, warming up to some live coverage. On they the have... ticker, I had a buddy over on Saturday. We had a party in the backyard. It was on on the had the 
football up. They had live scores and stuff on the ticker. There's push notifications. There's Sports Center top ten. It's interesting. It's Maybe interesting. testing some stuff out, seeing what the reaction is. It's interesting. A little, little recognition from a worldwide leader. I don't know that you get that level of acknowledgement or of awareness, uh, you know, on Golf Channel or or other rights partners. But it is an interesting thing that the golf. Ch- I I you know, I don't know. We we operate a golf podcast, and this is something that we talk about because it's probably the biggest story in in golf and it is interesting that a channel called the golf channel doesn't cover they talk about it they've talking head segments about it and news segments about it but they don't cover the golf as far as i can tell i don't watch golf channel nonstop. but yeah sure It's, it's a very difficult position for them right because I'm least. sure if they were, if they were, you know, if it was strictly a ratings game, you talk th- about it. They talk about it, but I think that they're them being a partner of the competing tour has prohibited them from talking about it. Sure, that's probably probably fair assessment, uh, and that's to say, not to say anything of the actual live guys, like you said, Arlo White. You know, he's talking about like he, he these these calls of like. You know, Lee Westwood makes a birdie like, you know, I don't know EPL, but like Arsenal just, you know, scored in the 91st minute to win the like, it's just like, you got to bring it down a little bit, you know, like there's not, it's not cop like uh, Lee Westy getting, making a birdie on the, you know, 16th hole of his round to go up by one is just not the level of. Can, can I know, tell you what gets me the most? Nicholas, what, go ahead. The on course. The on-course reporting is so abominable. It's they, so bad. They can't go on like that. They cannot. You, cannot, cont- you can't kick Sue, it to them. Sue Ann. Sue Ann. Awful. Sue Ann, Sue Ann cannot <laughs> like ask questions. The very function of <laughs> she can't. She can't do anything. Troy Mullins not strong either. She might be the strongest of all of them. Yeah, maybe. And it's. I mean, Bubba was terrible. He's there to serve. He's not there Bubba, to announce. Bubba trotting around. Just the link a soldier puppet. out there. Yeah. Link soldier. None of the apparel brands have run away from the guys, right? Link soul. The jump man was on Harold Varner. You know, <coughs> so it wasn't. It's that 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 doesn't seem Adidas. They're all they're all there more or less. But there's Westy looking like a little boy in his calf high socks and white shoes. <laughs> Like his mom dressed him for church or something like that. Uh, you, you would know, have thought Easter. the 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 more ventilation would have would have prevented him from choking up as much as he did, but just he was there for vintage. the magic sticks. Magic sticks. A, a nice nice uh bo- a nice glass of uh, 2007 Westy there got poured <laughs> on that on that final hole. Magic sticks were sh- sh- saddled with Shergo Al Curdy. I think when, he shot uh, three under or something. He beat Horsfield. He, he was beat 18-year-old. Yeah. He, what was he doing? Was he just like sitting stencil. around or is he yeah, like... Yeah, I think they bring him around. He was in Portland. I was trying to find out more about Shergo. And he was in Portland. I think he just, he goes around. He's sort of like the... The sub? The third quarterback. He travels with the team but doesn't dress kind of thing. I don't know. But yeah, he's on hand. 
I mean, um, you know, in a way, the European Ryder Cup's got to be, you know, what if Stenson had come down with vertigo the for day of the Ryder Cup, you know? Is that what it was? I didn't see what it was. Vertigo, yeah, it was, vertigo. vertigo was the medical issue. Oh, okay. All right. I think that does it for uh, for our live recap. It's it's it requires acknowledgement and discussion, right? We don't mean to legitimize it, but I think it's legitimate competition closely, or it's, it's approaching that, right? It's a news story, nonetheless. Whether whatever your assessment I mean, of it is, a competitive product. I, I, I you know. know. It was watching it, and I, here's the thing: like, would I have watched that if I don't didn't cover golf for a living? No, and that's no. What, no one's going to watch this. They're going to own the fall, quote unquote, own. But no one's going to watch it in the United States on YouTube on Saturdays and Sundays. That's just not going to happen, right? Yeah, and that's the thing I I that sticks with me. Would I have watched that if I, you know, no? It's would a fall series watched- event. Would I have watched Cord Ferry Finals on Sunday if I didn't cover golf? Yeah, maybe I would have probably because, like, I think it's like that is the realest, yep, you know, competition that you could get, and uh, an aspect of the tour that I wish happened more than once a year. Yep. Um. All right, we'll get to KFT in a minute. Let's do an ad read for our friends at RioMarShoes.com. Not RioMar.com, unless you want to book a Wyndham wherever that is, so Puerto Rico or whatever. RioMarShoes.com. Use the promo code SGS15. Apparently, you effed up the promo code on the Friday yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's TFE15 or SGS15. You get 15% off your order. I was honestly at the pool. This is a real story. At the pool last night with our friends. I had my little bearings on. And uh, my friend's wife was like, oh, I really like those shoes. And my friend, the guy was like, oh, I'm thinking about getting some. Do you like those uh, to his wife? He's like, yeah, I like them a lot. I'm going to get some because he's a listener and, you know, friend of the program. So, uh, yeah, it's their pool shoes. They come, you know, wife approved, you know, husband approved, at least in my friend's circle. You go to realmarshoes.com. Use that promo code SGS15. You get 15% off. Again, I these have become my everyday sort of and he was asking me like do you like them do you wear them like i I wear them for everything i was running around doing errands all week i just throw them on i throw them on to go to the pool they don't stink as we've talked about at length here in in the last month like that is the biggest win for me is that i wear them all the time without socks they can get wet and they just never stink they're antimicrobial um and and that's sort of how it's it's just the everyday kind of slip on for me way way more than flip-flops i hardly ever wear those anymore but uh go to realmarshoes.com you can personalize and change out the bearings i got some bc color bearings which you know i put in for the weekend and maybe done after a disgraceful loss to rutgers just completely inexcusable loss to rutgers well that's the that's a Big Ten powerhouse. No, it was such a disgraceful loss. Like, he snapped it in the end zone, gave him seven points, missed a field goal. Like, you cannot, like, a lot of people are saying it's the worst home loss in, like, 20 years. I'm not saying Rutgers is bad. It's just, like, a horrible way to that they lost. So I feel like um, I, I'm disappointed in my Illini. I won't be, you know. I watched they, that a little bit. on Fr- Was that Friday night, Indiana? Yeah. I don't Bird, understand why it's so minute. hard to run it. You know, like, how, how coaches struggle in late game like what right right it's just it seems like it's part of the job but i don't know maybe they could take a thing or two from dj he seemed to figure it out how to captain and, and strategize 
given that dynasty over on Lib. Great. The great. He's like Ray Bork. Greatest captains of all time. Oh, God. <laughs> Christ. All right. If you want to personalize the shoes or add different, you can switch them in and out. Go to Rio Mar Shoes. You can get just bearings if you already have the shoes. Use the promo code SGS15. All right. Moving on. KFT. Not to bring Liv back into it. But what if they took a run at Justin Suh? And just sired him away. Like you, you talk about these trophies they want up on the wall, and Stenson's the Ryder Cup. We just took your number one player from the developmental tour. He had a full exemption in the players, exemption in the US Open, exemption to everything. And, you know, he was this touted guy at USC with more, you know, in the class of Morikawa Hovland. What if they just gave threw him the bag before he ever went on the PJ tour? I mean, that's it's a PR win again. That's the thing. I I just I think that's the struggle, right? Is like before the tour has this system that like you have to really, really prove it. Right. And it's like, I mean, Justice Sub proved it like when he locked up his card for the year, you know, and you could yeah. have this guy playing for millions. And this is the risk. It's like, I mean, the Cord Ferry, these, these purses are a million dollars. It's an embarrassment. You know, this is the issue with the Corn Ferry playing for a million bucks. In the, is it as the, embarrassing as the European tour? It's, it's right there. And then the Champions Tour is playing for three. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, what well, we, yeah, that's, play, that's Like, that's sure. the thing. It's like, if you, you got to build some loyalty with these guys. And I think, I don't think, like, who knows? But, like, what what the system does is it it really, it gives, like, what if Justin Suh's breakout was at the Fortinet instead of this because he was already up and he made, you know, a million bucks? He'd be harder to persuade over to live, right? Right. Well, he will be up for the Fortinet. Or what do you mean? Like, yeah, past, I'm just saying, uh, like, you know, like, the, yeah, I guess so. when he burst onto the scene. But anyways, like with this, this is a great event. KFT. Saw wins it, wins outright. I already had a card, wins the actual kft championship this 72 hole event uh and is the number one overall has the exemption a new one exemption to the u.s open that's a new exempt perk that's he's got great. the player's exemption he's fully exempt into you know he's got top priority all that other so he he had already had his card locked up and uh, at the rainbow road uh what is it again what's the name victoria national he, he shoots a 267 wins by two uh it's a great event you were into it i mean this is um Not to, it's kind of facile to draw the contrast between guys playing for $5 million and guaranteed money and, you know, being able to shoot 87 and still walk away with some cash in your pocket. But I mean, the, the, it, the contrast between that and, you know, every year you get the guys who heartbreak and tears of joy. And we got that again. A lot of movement, a lot of movement in and out of these playoffs top 25. The course is so conducive to it too, because there's literally disasters, you know, <laughs> dropping out. Were Hurley Lawn, Patrick Fishburne, Sadoshi Kodaira, Sean O'Hare, Norman Jean, Bill, Dirt McGirt, Sunil No, Chris Goderup, and Grayson Murray. In some of the guys who were in were Sam Stevens, Eric Cole, Mini Tour Legend, Brent, Brent Grant, Tano Goya, Nicholas Echevarria, Kyle Westmoreland, Austin Ekro to finish solo second. Those are just some of the guys. So there was a lot of movement. I think like nine fell out and nine moved in. Um, I, I, I know you have a lot of quibbles with the KFT and how long it takes guys to get up there. 
I kind of think this is this is a great system in terms of compared to the Q school. I think the 25 season, 25 three-week playoffs. I think they've kind of found a good thing here relative to Q school. Do you agree with that? I've kind yeah, of like that. I think I I wasn't I don't like the idea of Q school and because of the it's like, you know, who gets hot yeah. for a short period of time. But I would say the same thing with this, right? It allows this, but you also have the season long guys. You have the season long and but like I just think that there should be promotion and relegation on a regular basis. Sure. And if if I don't understand what the argument against that could possibly be other than I've earned my spot and it's like the good old boys club, right? So like, like nobody would be scared of promotion and relegation that is confident in their own golf game. Like the the thing that I think is like we should you know and I I think like if you go on a quarterly basis, a that fall series should really be just like corn fairy. It should be just an extension of the corn fairy finals, the entire fall series with where it's going. And I think that's where it, it, it will naturally hopefully settle, but it should be announced like tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And from there you can just like, you have a list like, these points have to relate, right? Like yeah. what, what's a corn fairy tour point? What's a PGA, what's a FedEx cup point? What's a Latin American point? Because like, you know, you, you need to a, like protect your, your player. Like you, like you said with Justin, Suh, what's to stop. There's nothing to stop it. But if Justin, Suh, who's had a really good season on the corn fairy tour was playing in tour events in July, that protects you. That that's a way that you protect your your assets because like it, and that's I don't want to speak to, uh, as players as assets, but that's what they are, right? You yeah. know, you, that's how you protect them is you get them playing for bigger purses once they you know that they are a a you know they they're playing well and they're of tour quality, right? And that's when you say, hey, you know, guy that's missed like ten to ten cuts and is really struggling like maybe it's better for both players really like yeah you talked about the hot factor guy gets hot like a q school that that still exists with this three event finals and what you say and when you open the door for more movement relegation promotion like what do you think i mean next march do you think Ryan Armour is going to go back to being Ryan Armour and Brian Stewart will be back to, as opposed well, to this three-week thing, run right? and Chris Goderup will be Chris Goderup, Pearson Cootie, like as opposed to whatever happened in this this three weeks, that kind of exactly. thing. Like exactly, um, like Bryce Garnett. It just seems like a wonderful guy, you know? Yeah. But like, we've, we know what Bryce Garnett is. We know what Brian Stewart is. Like we, and in sure, they're like, they're 4A guys. They're, yeah. they're they PGA Tour Corn fair, there's nothing demeaning about that. They're they're one of the 400 best players in the world, right? Yeah. But we need to have a system that allows the guys that are going to be top 50 players in the world to to get up a little bit faster. Right. And that's the you know, I don't know. Uh, I it was a good event. It was like really, it remains one of the best days. I I would I would prefer that they did it Monday, Labor Day Monday afternoon, yeah. seven o'clock. People are home, like locked, you know, getting ready for the week. But um, I think it gets a little lost 
on Sunday, but you had like the usual kind of delivers every year with the, with the movement and the. How heartbreak. about minor league golf tour legend Eric Cole, Eric Cole? doing something that yeah. that uh, that Sonny Kim has never been able to do? Sonny Abacoa, yeah, fifth. I think I saw fifty plus mini tour wins, many of them coming down on the minor league golf tour. Down, there. I think he's number, he's in the top five on the money list all time, all time. <laughs> I mean, nobody's ever going to catch Sonny Abacoa in that regard, right? I mean, if well, Steve, I think Steve LeBron's teaching uh, lessons at Golf Tech. I I heard from somebody intimate with in South the, Florida, yeah, or okay, he, still playing, yeah, yeah. But no, what? no, give giving it up. He's oh. done. He should kind so, of get like a teaching pro emeritus at the Fountains Course, you know, just kind of like a a, a spot always there for him. Um, if he's going that route, uh, a lot of interest, a lot of um, social media interest around the Kiradech interview from uh, Victoria National, where he's talking about. Uh, I don't know if it's like pushing him out of the game, but he, he's just on a foreign, and this is like a little bit where the PJ Tour, the best golf in the world, you have to commit to an Americanized system, both minor league and major league. Um, and that's just the way it is right now. That's the way it is in a lot of sports, uh, whether that's, you know, myopic and, and, and good or right as a separate matter. But it was eye opening. Kira like, I have no friends on tour. It's very hard to be away from home week to week, you know, hotel to hotel. Um, and now I'm not even like playing for the biggest events. Like, I wonder if like I will be able to do this again. And it got a lot of publicity uh, and continues to highlight the the demands and, and sort of the tough spot that international pl- is put on international players, both from in the minor leagues and in the majors. So you have any reaction to the, the Kiradesh? Yeah. I, th- I mean, it's especially with the collapse of the European tour, not collapse, but like the, the, what has become right. Euro tour is about to be real hot this week. Spice. I mean, with it's a lot of bickering be- at Wentworth. <laughs> But go ahead. Euro tour is going to have their moment in the sun, but it's like they've been reduced to really like five weeks of the year. Scott, you know, or maybe yeah. seven weeks of the year, really just the Rolex series, July and Rolex series, maybe. Yeah. You know, July, November kind of spots. But And, uh, and I think that like you look at like Tom Dietrich, right? Yeah. He's been a good European tour player. He's a young guy, like good player. I don't know like exactly, but like, it seems like a player like that has no choice, but to come to the, come play the tour. Yeah. He finished number 17 alongside Scott Harrington in the corn Ferry tour. Final Eric Cole's one. fourth all time on the, on the Fantastic. money list. Sonny, Sonny Kim is uh over a hundred thousand ahead of Jimmy Lytle. Who's, who's no longer playing. And uh, Steve LeBron, crazy is, uh, Jimmy Lytle, hot head, crazy, yeah, Jimmy crazy, <laughs> crazy Jimmy Lytle threw his clubs and, uh, over the fence or something, <laughs> wasn't that like onto off property? All right, was, go ahead. Yeah, he got he he got heated uh, yeah. on the course. Sonny Kim's a uh, Sonny Kim just I he seems safe now that Eric Cole's head to the tour, right. Well, Some records are, will never be broken, and I don't think anybody will ever break Sonny Kim's minor league golf tour you gotta title. Have minor league golf tour staying power, which is just sort of a life choice you got to make at some point uh, to keep going or go the route. Maybe the run. real OBJ. He's only uh, $220,000 behind. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of the Euro Tour, 
Made in Himmerland, Oliver Wilson won. It was his first win in like four some years. Guy's had a golf life. Turned pro in 03, I think. It's part of an Augusta State title team. Uh, the 08 Ryder Cup. Just been a while. So that was a, an emotional deal for him. One of those kind of guys have been, been at it forever and not had much success uh, winning at the Made in Himmerland deal. Made like a 65-footer and a 66-footer in like his last like seven holes to, to lock it up. Very um, emotional. Yes, very emotional. On the LPGA, Gabby Lopez birdies her last three holes to win the Dana Open in Sylvania, Ohio. Uh, I think, I don't want to say most notable, but certainly quite notable from that was Lucy Lee played in the Sunday final group. Like your KFT beef, she does not have status on the PG, on the LPGA Tour, kind of relying on exemptions, top 10 things. Uh, she's won twice on the Epson Tour. She top 10 in Canada last week, and then has the lead on Sunday uh, at in Sylvania, the Dana Open. She finished T4, had a bunch of pars. She, she did a Lexi, playing with Lexi in the final group. Was parred to death when everybody was out there posting numbers from the final group. She fi- still finished T4, though. She's, she's Listen, like, like, this is a, like we said, this is almost a, a bigger problem with the LPGA and the Epson Tour, right? They're playing for such small sums of money. And like, it's only a pro, you know, it, it, it's illuminated on, it should be illuminated on both tours. Like, you know, if somebody's earned their card, like they should be able to start to get starts. And, and I, I She's you know, 19. if you're, if you're outside the number at that point in the year and you're complaining about these new people getting starts, it's, you should have played better during the regular season. But like, you know, if, if we were looking at, uh, for example, tennis, right. It's it's all merit based, right? If you if you achieve a ranking and you play you play your way into things, and that's the way that these tours is twenty twenty two. There's no, you know, there's no excuse anymore. I I understood. I understand. We live in the internet age. We live in a you know like where you can update standings and and players can adjust, right? And yep. uh, you know, yep. Lucy um, Lee should be playing on the LPGA tour full time by this point. Gabby Lopez got 262 grand for winning the Dana Open. Um, I don't know. Individually, that's like T15 at the live event. Saddam Kawakanja, 315 grand. More. Pat Perez, Bern Wiesberger, 240. So, well, that doesn't uh, even include Pat Perez's bonus. Right. That doesn't include the team cash. So. Megan Kane should beat by one, who still has yet to win on the LPGA. Super talented, always close, but uh, gets clipped at the end by Gabby Lopez. News, uh, I don't have much. Martin Keimer skipping Wentworth because people are going to be mean to him. Sergio, not skipping, says, quote, Whatever, whoever doesn't like it, too bad for them. So we're going to get a, a, a spicy week coming, I think, at Wentworth. Maybe some back and forth. Rory says he's going to be hard to stomach those guys being there. We've had Eddie Pepperell coming at guys on Twitter. Now they're all under the same roof. There's an American element with Big Coke Crack and Reed and those guys coming in as well. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens at Wentworth. Martin Keimer skipping those. I, I don't know. I, I guess it's noble in a way. He's not doing the have your cake and eat it too deal, right? But his reasoning was like he doesn't want people to be mad at him. I don't know. It's kind of weird. He's a friendly guy. Yeah. Just wants to be loved. Sure. Sure. He is just wants to be rich. He wants to be rich and loved. Yeah. Sure. 
All right. That does it. You have anything else before we sign off on this special Labor Day Monday episode? Oh, I, I'm just happy that the, the Ironheads acquitted themselves. It would have been tough to say they were the worst team and then have them win the team title. Yeah. He <laughs> called them out. They Friday. showed who they, they showed who they were down the stretch. They did kind of oh, five like at a, one point. Like, nice launch here. <laughs> All right, everyone, enjoy your uh, Mondays. We'll be back with you on Wednesday to talk a little Wentworth and whatever else seems to happen in the world of golf. Mm-hmm.